Tell me when to go. 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 Don't, don't, don't. We live. We live. Yo, yo, yo. What up, world? What up, world? Oh, I missed you. Okay, get away from the mic like that. Nah, that's, man, that's I, ain't, creepy. I ain't had this mic in a minute, man. What up, mom? You said you was going to get coffee, and you've been gone for like three weeks. You know? What up, world? This is <laughs> Drink up? Therapy, broadcasting live for LFNT Radio. We, we live. live. So, we back in here with part two Uh-oh. with the doc. What up, doc? What up, doc? Hey, everybody. Thanks for asking me to come back. Yeah, we asked for it, too. So, <laughs> it wasn't just them. Don't give them all the credit. <laughs> what up, Jeff? What you got on your mind? Man. Happy to see y'all, man. What's good, cuzzo? Man, you already know how we rolling. By the way, go Gators. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Beat the U.S. last night. I'm proud of this shit. Even though some people in here were praying on our downfall. And we still invited her back. The, the irony of this shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what? What's that got to do with anything? <laughs> he tried to make it seem like it was you. It was him. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't me. Yeah, it was very much <laughs> me. I went over his crib just to watch the game, just to see his reaction <laughs> when they lost. But you saw the yeah, elation. Yeah, though. you see how that oh. backfired? It's a whole family <laughs> of this shit. Man. Hey, yeah, we love Florida Gators, by the way. Go Gators. Anywho, we're going to jump right into this. Um, I think we left off on the part. I think I wanted to start this one off by talking about the other procedure in which you do that we never got a chance to talk to. We talked about vaginal stimulation and all different things. You can jumpstart the vagina, um, the booster cables to that. But let's get into the point about skin tight. I like the booster cable analogy. That was nice. Yeah, I know. Oh, I'm kind of dope nice. a little bit. Talk to him, man. It ain't easy. It's not easy. Yo. <laughs> so if you don't mind kicking this one off, I DJ and just talk about the skin tight procedure in which I witnessed. I mean, I think I see some of your pictures on um, the service station, too, and you see the difference in, like, just two weeks. So if you can just speak from that perspective. Yeah, so um, I think what you're talking about is, is body tight. And that's, body tight, yeah, my bad. That's the overall name for it, but I've noticed that as you apply this technology to other areas, the name changes. So if I if I do that on your neck, it's neck tight. If I do it, you know, on your arms, it's arm tight. So it's basically um, just a way of – it's coupled with liposuction. So it's a liposuction and skin tightening procedure – um, that you can use almost anywhere. So I yesterday I did one on somebody's neck and lower face, um, mm. and you can apply that to the to the breast tissue. So you can do breast lifts that just have like a single point of insertion, so a single incision site, rather than that whole like anchor or keyhole uh, stitch. And so that that's really important for people because most of the time if women try to go get their breast lifts, they've got a lot of scarring that they're going to have to deal with, just like when they get their um, abdominal plasties and things like that there's a lot of scarring so body tight is a minimally invasive uh, system that tightens the skin and the fibrocephalonet fibros fibros look at that the wine is kicked in Man. there you go fibroceptal network that's there we under go. the skin can you say that twice <laughs> i can fibroceptal network there we go Ooh, so anyway, um, there are these connective fibers underneath the skin that help help keep your skin attached to the connective, uh, the stronger connective tissue layer, or the the fascia that's underneath the skin. So if you can make those constrict or contract, then you don't have loose sagging skin. And so that's that's the the premise behind the treatment. So, so do skin. you do reduction as well? You said lifts. Do you do reductions as well? 
right now the uh, the body type system is only um, approved for male breast reduction. So if you've got man <laughs> boobs and you want them gone, don't, don't, don't I will remove I them. <laughs> I will remove them so that only your pectoral uh, your pectoralis muscles. So I notice a lot of guys too. Um, they do like spot like liposuctions and stuff, Absolutely. especially guys that do a lot of fitness. And Absolutely. you think a lot of these guys in the gym working out, but a lot of them like they just need a little bit of work and they'll come in, they'll just be ripped. That's right. So you do that for guys as well? Absolutely, absolutely. Speak on that. Some of my guys out there listen, they might want that. <laughs> so, all right, so there's there's two types of fat. There's a type of fat that's inside the abdominal cavity, or it's called visceral fat. Visceral. So people that, you know, really poor diets, drink a lot, genetics, things like that, you'll have visceral fat. So that changes the shape of your body. And then there's uh, the type of fat that's subcutaneous fat, and that's also controlled by diet and also some genetics. So the body type procedure coupled with liposuction uh, reduces the fat that's under the skin or the subcutaneous fat. So it can change a shape. So basically, if you can pinch it, we can fix it. If it's inside, if it's not pinchable, we can't fix that. That's a different. That's a completely different procedure. I don't even know honestly if that sort of thing exists. So but they always say if it jiggles, that's right. It's fat. So anything that moves that you can pinch, that's you right. can remove. Okay. Right. So sagging arms, you know those those uh, under arms, right here, back arms, of the arms, right. Yeah. Um, uh, loose skin under the neck. So how do y'all go in the neck? I seen you went into the belly button where you don't really see the scars or anything that's like right. that. So you. Nobody can really tell that you had a procedure. How do you do it for the neck? So the neck is a single uh, it's a single entry behind the ear, so you don't see that, and a single entry under the neck, under the chin. So you've got uh, one here and then one under each ear. So under the chin and under each ear. And then and it's we'll use a 16-gauge needle just to make the hole. So it's really just a tiny little hole. So you don't have the whole, uh, you know, suture line and incision line running completely under the jaw, but it'll tighten up your neck. Uh, change uh, your lower jaw contour, things like that. Jeez. And then you got the electrodes that talk to each other, right? That's right. He was telling me that. So the handpiece has a component that goes under the skin and a component that glides on top of the skin. And those two pieces communicate with each other, and they give uh, feedback to each other so you can monitor the temperature. And the machine is exceptionally safe. So if you reach those critical temperatures, you know, whatever once we program in, it automatically turns itself off so that you can't over-treat. You can't, you know, you have to almost go out of your way uh, to burn somebody um, because there's heat involved with it. So so are you burning the fat and yes. liquidating it? Yep, we melt the fat. It liquefies. We suction it out. Um, the radio frequency energy causes new collagen growth, which causes a lift in the tissue, and then um, also causes those that fibroceptal network that's under the skin to contract and tighten so that you're not left with loose, scat, sagging skin. So a lot of people don't want to have liposuction done because although it will reduce the bulk that's under the skin, most people, if you've done your reading, you know that you're going to be left with that extra skin, and then you have to have the skin cut off. So with body tight, you get to bypass a large percentage of that because it causes the skin to contract and tighten. So for everybody out there that even thinking about, I mean, like I came across a lot of people that are thinking about, like, they call it a mummy makeover. Mm-hmm. Basically, what they call that mummy full makeover. They want to get the breast lifted, want to get um, some stuff sucked out their stomach, things like that. If you had to do that type of procedure, just take people like step by step, like what the experience would be like. Because a lot of people have it in their mind, but the fear of it, like what right. what would it be like? So uh, you know, there's not 
there's not a cookie cutter type of uh, treatment for everybody. Everybody is different. Everybody's needs are different. Just because your friend had something done and it looked great on her or him, it doesn't mean it's going to work for you. So um, it really depends on the person. But for the most part, for mommy makeovers, you know, we already talked about the vaginal rejuvenation part and the tightening and the lubrication that comes from the Forma V treatment. But um, we can also do labiaplasties that are nearly incisionless, just with a you know single port uh, point of entry. That will um, cause the the labium or the you know in layman's terms we call them lips the vaginal mm. lips the pussy lips the, yes there you go the vag lips like we will shrink those up minority and major <laughs> there you <laughs> go look at you doing your reading <laughs> um, and then there's you can also use the same machine on the breast so that you can lift the breast um, again a lot of times when people have breast lifts or uh, breast lifts done there has to be an incision that goes all the way around the nipple and then down in the lower pole of the of the breast so that it looks like an anchor or a keyhole. Um, so with body type, and not everybody is a candidate. So that's the other thing. It's not that everybody can have this, but majority of people can. It just depends on the goals. As long as we are realistic with what the um, expectations are as from the patient perspective and what I feel like I can deliver, I think most people leave. And what's that really criteria? Happy. You would say everybody's not a candidate. Like, what, what what's the cutoff point? Uh, well, a lot of it has to do with a nipple droop. So if there's a lot of nipple droop, if the nipples are actually pointing to the floor, oh, shit. then yeah. they're not always a candidate for it. If you've got somebody whose nipples are pointed out, but the breast is just a lot lower than where they want it to be, then body type, body type works fine there because it'll lift, it'll contract the whole chest wall so that the nipple is elevated. So if you got what they call pancakes, there's no way up in that. Well, it depends on the goal. Like if you just want to lift, yes. If you want to lift and plump, then you're looking at fat transfer or okay. breast implants. Okay. And so both of those are, are are options. But if you want breast implants, you go to a plastic surgeon for that. Okay. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. So is, is there any other procedures that you do within this whole scheme, the whole service station? Uh, so, yeah. So we just added, um, you know, our, what we call arm tight. So we can uh, reduce, you know, everybody has their little pet name for those, you know, those flappy arm, <laughs> lower arm poles. Um, bye-bye arms, uh, bat wings, whatever you want to call them. Grandma just, arms. Yeah, all that stuff. Lunch, lunch lady arms. Right. I've heard them called lunch lady because, you know, they, they jiggle a lot. So they can um, cook, though. <laughs> right? <laughs> that's, that's the one you want to eat from, right? <laughs> so uh, we added arms, um, neck, lower face, uh, labia minora, inner thigh, outer thigh. And so you don't, you're not left with um, large incisions and you're not left with loose, sagging skin either. And so that that's the beauty of, of that procedure. And that's so interesting because most of the people who like, hit me up for like diet tips or working out tips and stuff or want me to train them, those are the exact areas they want to hit. Right. And a lot of them, like no matter how much you pick up weight, if that fat is hanging too far, you it's going to take years of just total dedication to that one area specifically to get it where you want sometimes that look simple procedure like that can really benefit somebody you can get back in the gym and just go ahead and work it on out it's a perfect adjunct to somebody that has been putting in the time and right and you don't see the results that's right you know people will start to see a certain amount of result from working out and dietary changes and they can't get rid of problem areas and so they get distracted they get you know disgruntled they get un they get uh unhappy um, because they've been putting in the work, but they don't see all of the result, or they see a you know reduction in the abdomen, but they don't want to wear something that's sleeveless because their arms are flapping exactly. in the wind, or they don't want to wear something low cut because their skin is sort of loose do you even and wrinkled. Do the little fat right here? Yes, yes. this thing right here yeah. inside boob. 
Um, and then that right here. you got it. You got it. Yeah, you yeah. got it. Well, I don't know what this called. It's like on the side of the shoulders. So <laughs> it's it's right above the breast, uh, just just anterior to to the axilla. So just in front of your armpit. Your armpit. <laughs> yeah, that little fat pad right there. You know, so you know, just to contour out the shape of the breast. So really, uh, again, the service stations service stations focus is mostly on getting people comfortable with themselves when they have you know um, just things that are bothering them, small areas that are bothering them. There are people that have, you know, just everything. They want everything done. And that's okay, too, but we don't do it all at one time. So, you know, it's it's a progression, and you have to pay into it. And I don't mean monetarily. I mean, yeah, I'll help you. Your body has to heal. That's right. Your body has to heal. And then you need to be doing something as well. So I can suck all the fat out of you or most of the fat out of you. And if you sit around and, you know, continue to do – the same things that you're doing, you may not look like you expected to look, but you will look different than when you came in before. So what's, the, so, what's the time frame then? If, if, if somebody wants everything done and they start, they're starting in January, how long would it take to go like a full? I mean, we can bundle it together. It depends on the BMI. So uh, it depends on your weight, actually, not your BMI. So um, the amount of lo- the amount of numbing medication I can give you is 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 determined by your weight. So there's only so much lidocaine I can give you safely. So if we can get to two or three body parts, you know, within one session, then awesome. If we can't, then we just focus on what we can focus on. So um, for people that have a really large sort of hanging pendulous abdomen or belly, your belly is hanging and sort of laying on your thighs, and that's pretty much all we're going to focus on on that one treatment. Um, if it's your arms or your thighs and you've got, you know, some you know, small areas on your abdomen or your, you know, your neck is a little saggy or you've got jowls that are hanging, then we could probably combine all of those different areas uh, within one treatment session so that we could do arms and thighs and, the, and a breast lift. Like that's perfectly reasonable to have done all in one day. And, and, and you'll go back to work. You you don't need a lot of downtime. There's that's not, what I'm going to ask you about. Yeah. Just tell them about the recovery period. Yeah, as far as the recovery goes, you know, we do most of these procedures currently on Fridays and Saturdays, and we'll expand that as as our as patient demand expands. But right now it's Fridays and Saturdays, and we've only had one or two patients that have not been able to go to work on Monday, assuming that they were off on you know Saturdays and Sundays. So the majority of people are back to work within a day or two. You don't have a lot of incisions that need healing. Um, it's really um, just a matter of, what your pain tolerance is and how you know, most people that have had the procedure that have been active in the gym will compare it to um, a serious, a very serious ab day, you know, or very serious leg, leg day. day. Right. Everybody leg complains day. about leg days. Everybody. Everybody complains about ab days. You know, it, it makes you feel like you got shredded on the inside and that's pretty much what body type makes you feel like. But all of us will go back to work after we've worked out really hard. And complain all day about how hard it is to sit down and stand (laughs) up. And so as long as you're okay with that, you'll be fine with going back to work after body tight. Um, But I've had a couple patients that, you know, have never touched the gym and they thought they were dying. But, you know, I can remember after I've been out of the gym for a long time and going back feeling like I was dying, like not able to lift my arm for a C-section properly or, you know, things like that. that I just thought, well, surely I've overdone it. So body tight really feels like you have overdone it and you have but it's really me that overdid it for you. <laughs> so so I, I really like the title now that when you first said the service station, I was like, huh, that's kind of random. Yeah. But now when you put it in perspective, that's like exactly it's it a one-stop shop. Yeah. Like it really, mm-hmm. I can cut you up in all different pieces and put you back together like you want to be. I mean, go to one place, you go in, go out. We got the whole express team for you. Right. That's right. Like that's So right. all the mothers out there that want 
I mean, it ain't too late. It's not. So, like, when people come in and they're like, you know, well, my husband or my boyfriend or my significant other wanted me to come in because, you know, he, lady, he thinks this, I'm tripping. Lady, or... this is serious. <laughs> we want the same woman we fell in love with. And no matter, I know you had our kids, mama. I know you did all this stuff. But you got to help us out some way because that same woman I was attracted to, I'm not going to be I'm not going to stop being attracted to that certain type of woman. You but might expand happens. a little bit. Shit happens. It what's, does. What's the it oldest happens. lady that you performed the surgery on or procedure uh, on? I think I, oh gosh, I think the oldest, there was a, a man that came through that I think was in his early 70s. Damn. And he had had plenty of plastic surgery, but he had a bunch of loose skin, right? He didn't have a lot of fat, but he had a lot of loose skin. He was older. I had a 65-year-old lady that came through. And a couple of women that were in their early 60s that have come through. And, like, the, the biggest thing is that, you know, that aged skin. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's dry. It's There's not a lot of substance behind it. It's covering a bunch of, of very solid fat. But you can look at the quality of the skin and know that it's poor. And body tight's fantastic because it causes a, causes a rejuvenation in the skin itself. So you have healthier skin. That's going to snap back. You know, it's, it's just going to behave differently. So is the cells um, rejuvenating as well to cause the yes. skin to bounce back? Okay. Yeah, you actually get brand new collagen growth, mm. which is key for for structure um, and lift. Lift. You got anything else on this subject? Yeah. Nah, man. I'm, I'm just listening to it, man. Like, it's, uh, it is very exciting. It's not exciting. It's, it's very detailed as far as what she's explaining you know what I mean, and how that goes about. So I can see from the outside looking in the fear of, you know, I want to do this, but I don't know how right. it's going to play. And then coming to meet with you and how you, how you're just explaining it right now, it will be calming. You'll be like, all right, yeah, I could do that. You know, it's a decision behind my ear. All right, that's not too abrasive, man. We could do that. So, yeah, it's, it's dope. Yeah. It's, some, it's one of the industries that you would have never known about. You know what I'm saying? And that's the whole point. But Drink I, therapy. I, I, I like how she said, you still have to do something. Yeah, yeah, like, you are this, responsible. This, for this is the head start, yeah. but this right. is not the finish. You have to still go in and work, and I like that component of it. Like Change I'm not, I'm whatnot. not just gonna structure you, and yeah. you think it's gonna be the end to all. Now you still got to put that work in. Why so, is that? Go ahead. What I've noticed a lot is people that come in feeling defeated. Right. You know, if they've got a defeated attitude, they're gonna feel defeated afterwards. So I've got a lot of people that are just. You know, and a lot of, and just to be fair, a lot of us feel defeated. You know, we we really, as women, we really, honestly, give up a lot of self for others, for our children, for our career, for our families, for our whatever. And I'm Agreed. not saying that men don't, because I know you do. I, I, I see it all the time. You know, y'all could be out running the streets, populating the earth, doing Please. all kinds of stuff. <laughs> yeah. But when you actually devote yourself to a family, you don't get to do all that stuff, all the stuff that keeps you feeling like you, and all that all the things that, that keep you fit, you know, you've got a different schedule that's not your own. It's not dictated by your wants, your needs. It's dictated by that person you're devoted to or those children that you're devoted to. So you can't always do what you wanted to do. So sometimes people need some extra help. And But the thing is, it's that's a different mindset than somebody that's just sitting around unhappy with themselves and not able to find their way out. You need to be active in doing something. But I've also had you know, procedures done where it seemed like I was doing most of the work and the machine was sort of helping a little. You don't, people don't want to pay money for that. You don't want the majority of the work to be on you and you pay the money for it. Right. So if you're going to pay money, you really want there to be some results that help you accomplish your goal. And so that, that's, that is honestly, uh, as far as service station and, 
you know, I'm blowing up in mode right now. That's the company that makes Body Titan and, um, you know, Votiva. I blow them up because because they're the only company I've used that I've, that I've actually seen legitimate results with. So as a surgeon, it was up to me to go in and physically find broken tissue or physically find abnormal tissue and remove it or fix it, you know, and and that's very uh, that's very mechanic like. How about that? So the service station, like, so I'm meant to I like go all these in. Puns. I know yeah. I'm meant to go in, open it up, find out what's broken, fix it, and a lot of times that's through the opening of the size of a tailpipe. Just think about it. So I have to do all that work blinded by feel, by what I feel like should be there, and things just don't always work properly afterwards. So if you are putting in the work and you can't get the results you need, it's nice to have that help. And InMode has been legitimate as far as their results are concerned. So I haven't had anybody leave unhappy or feeling like it hasn't worked. Um, even the people that don't do the work, when they come back in, they're like, you know what, this is my fault. And I've only had that happen one or two times. A lot of times people will have this treatment done or have a procedure done, and it inspires them or fuels them to go the extra mile because they've already plateaued at what they were doing and they didn't know what else to do. So if you give them that little boost, like, hey, let me take care of that problem area for you. It can almost rejuvenates their mindset, right? So they're ready to go back in and go harder. Or you know what? Now that I've got this part done, what do I need to change as far as my diet goes? And they're just a little bit more proud of themselves and, you know, the work that they've already put in because there are true sacrifices that are made for the benefit of the family or the benefit of the relationship unit. So I think that's important. Yeah, no. yeah, I turned your mic up. <laughs> but um, as as a great segue, though, you did say that um, a lot of women come in and they say their husband's seen them some kind of way. So this kind of segues in one of the questions that um, one of our listeners said. It was like yeah. they love the fact when you said um, you try to fit your mate into your own fantasies. You said that on the last podcast. <laughs> they wanted you to elaborate a little bit on that part, like how people – trying to fit you know like trying to change a person to fit their own fantasies and how it causes so much disruption in relationships uh, okay so mm-hmm. so i get a lot of patients that come in really feeling bad about themselves because and, and you have to think about what it takes to get you to actually make an appointment with a doctor to go talk to them about your sex life all right think about what it would take for you men you two drink therapy host right what would it take for you to be like doc i'm just not hitting it right a male or female you male i'm talking about talk to a male doctor or female doctor it doesn't matter who is your no, doctor the, the, the reason the you reason have your being, own physician the reason being i can tell a dude that yeah but to tell a woman hey doc yeah. i'm not hitting it well, right i mean but, you, but you could you could find a urologist or a primary care physician that was male but think about what it would take for you to actually go online and search for somebody. Right. And then what is it What is it that you guys use as your criteria for choosing somebody to have that discussion with? So if you're searching for people online, what is it that's going to make you think that doctor will listen to me or that doctor will feel me or hear me or understand me or be able to help me? Like what? what is that criteria? So for women, we are programmed to go into a physician's office every year and if you have a decent GYN, they're going to ask you about the quality, the quality of your sex life. So we, we're trained to ask our patients what's going on in the bedroom. So I don't know what it's like for you men. 
because I don't know what your doctor's appointments are like because I'm not, <laughs> you know, I don't even, the, the closest thing to a gynecologist is a urologist. And, you know, I don't know that how, how much, how large or how strong the push is to ask their male patients what, their, what the quality of their sex life is. But you guys are so, also are not programmed to go visit them yearly. Exactly. Right. Not so until you, you're 40 and you have to do the. You got to do something. Yeah, prostate right? checks. Or there's a problem with erection mm-hmm. or, you know, then you're like, hold up, hold up. So for women, it's different because, you know, we're programmed to go in and take off our clothes from the bottom half, lay down and lay out our private parts for some essentially stranger to go digging through and look through and and ask questions about. And if you're comfortable with that, doctor, you might sit up afterwards and say, okay, so look here, uh, I'm having issues at home. You know, orgasm isn't what it used to be. So a lot of times those conversations happen at work or in your social circle or in your family circle. The majority of those messages are, yeah, that happened to me too. You just got to learn how to deal with it or learn how to accept it. So that puts women in a different mindset. Like, I'm not as good as I used to be. I'm not as young as I used to be. Right. My shit's not as good as it used to be, and I have to learn how to accept it. So for our partner to come in and express some sort of dysfaction is extremely frustrating. You can't come in and say, it's not as tight or it's not as wet or you don't want it as bad as you used to. You're not the same girl you used to be. Well, hell no, we're not the same woman we used to be. You know, we're not. We've had all kinds of stuff happen to ourselves, and and it's not easy to recover from that at all. Jeff, have you ever slept with an older woman? What? I'm just asking. The, I'm going somewhere with this. <laughs> the reason why I'm asking that question. Oh my God. She, she I stained my pants she, down. She done spit. <laughs> <laughs> oh but the whole God. point I'm asking is that, that it makes a, what she just said She's makes a lot of sense because a lot of them want validation from younger men. Like yeah. it's still tight. It's still good. Like, I've been asked those questions before. Really? Yeah, seriously. And then you say I that, have never asked that question before. Have you ever been asked that? I yeah. just assumed if you what came it? back, it was right. And they always come back. Always? Always. Always. Got that comeback. Forever. <laughs> always. Yeah. Even when they got somebody else, they come back. Yeah. Yeah, I've been, I've, I've been asked if it was, you know, was it good? Is it, it was what you expected? Exactly. That, yeah. That kind of thing. Oh, it's like validation almost. All right, so let me ask you guys. Let me kind of flip this. It's not my podcast. Yeah, come on. I'm sorry. It's, it's, I am not so you, sorry. No, it's you, are, drink therapy, you are in the seat. You get to ask all the questions. Okay, so I, as men, you know, with possibly plus or minus somebody on the side, so older women no, that I'm need that validation, that need that validation. I mean, what what is what is the quality of the vagina like for you? Like, do you do you go back if the quality of the vagina is not good but you know the presentation is great you know the the enthusiasm the energy of the encounter is great you want me to kick it off speak on that oh by all means sir dive in so (laughs) i think men do things a certain way and you can always tell how good a woman's vagina is me you know ass is cool but here's what really makes me happy so if you are all phenomenon Woman, you got me, but um, that's, that's neither here nor there. But um, but yeah, like for for the most part, it's like we have these fantasies when we see women, and like if I visualize you, I sexualize you. When I get all those look, look kinky things out my head, at that point I start to evaluate whether or not the pussy is actually good. But before then, I got all these fans. Okay, I want to get it like this. Yeah. I want to do it like this. But at that point, it's got to be completely jacked up before you won't like it. So I think women, if you're listening to this and you got a man that you're interested in, it's important for you to find out what his what his vision of you is. Like, before. what is it? 
Yes, before. Mm-hmm. He, he I, probably would never give you that before. I, I give don't it know to, about that. I no, give you it to can you pick after. up. You can pick up on that. You can in the text messages, in the sex messages, all of that. As he starts introducing his fantasies of you, the the, the things that he's given you, the you know he will tell you his visual, <clears throat> he all of all of the extras that got that go along with you know those those sensations, what you smell like, what you taste like, what you look like, what you smell like, what you sound like, what you feel like, all of that. That's all part of it. The feeling part of it is is one of the five, right? Right. right. So, as smart women, stage four. I'm gonna find out what your fantasy of me is. But the weird thing is, the one thing we love about older women is the fact y'all already know what you want. And like you said, like we don't choose y'all. Y'all chose us a long time ago. We just waited on <laughs> y'all just waited on us to come up, come forward. So half the time we don't even get to the point where we have to sext with them. Right. Like a sexting on the phone because when you show up, you already know, it, you already know it's about to go down. So yeah. we don't even but get to that point. But before you show up, there's usually the sex part. Typically, typically so. that happens during interaction. Like we'll be, we haven't had any talks about sex, and on the first time we meet up, all of a sudden the sex talk come out, right. and you like, oh shit, here we go. That's what I wanted. That's but what I but the, here, I think baby. they're accused that you give. Like you'll say something to make a like. All right, so, so first of all, I tend to not show any emotion until you make me, right? Right. So if you say, oh, my God, you smell good, I'm immediately going to think of what lotion did I put on today, what soap did I use, what perfume did I use. If I'm hooking up with you, I wanna, I'm want I'm, re- I'm repeating that. I'm going to recreate that whole that whole situation As because well I should. know you like that, right? If you like the color of my lips that day, if you like whatever, if I'm trying to get you, it's very simple because you would have paid me compliments that speak to things that you liked about me that particular day. That's the foundation that we build on. I get that. It's just like if, if you told me, if I'm trying out a new cologne and I go by a woman, she's like, yeah. what's that okay. you got on? That yeah. smells good. It's, mm-hmm. Hey, from now on, right. damn all the rest of this shit. That's all I'm wearing. Yeah, that's all I'm wearing <laughs> right there. That's all I got. But to, your, to the point that you just making, man, one of the things I feel like may be uh, mis- misleading is if that sexual encounter hasn't occurred yet, and this is just me seeing you for the second time, third time. Of course, I'm like, you know, yeah, you smell good. I, that doesn't mean I want to. I want you to wear that perfume consistently. You no, know not I mean? consistently. Is, but that's that, what I'm saying. Like, but it, I bet you I wear that the first night I hang out. But you're out gonna with get you. no. You're gonna get a more open and honest answer after the sexual encounter. Because now it's like, for whatever reason, as a female, now your barriers are down. So now you're hearing what I'm saying. I've been telling you this shit since I met you. You know what I'm saying? But now you're listening to it and you're adhering to it because. For whatever reason, I don't know if it's vulnerability because of the sexual act, or it's just now that you're you're laying in that pillow talk. You know what I mean? Now you're hearing that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, look, I didn't necessarily come to you because you smelled that good. I, the conversation we had. You know what I'm saying? The way you right. It's just an adjunct. It's an add-on. Right. It's an add-on to the very basic act. But we all know that it takes you know several encounters before you get the sex part perfect, perfected. Right. So if it starts out great. Several. Hold on. No. Several. Several. That can't be happening on the first night. If it starts out great on the first night, immediately I'm like, holy shit, what's going to happen the the fifth time? Because if it's this good now, that might be the best I ever had, but I'm still planning on building on that. This is what you usually get. Okay, you showed out this time. Now what? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So if it's really good on the first time, a woman is like, okay, so I see you came here try to show out. So what's next? So Are you showing out? Though? No, I'm not no, because I'm, I'm, just, I'm feeling you out. Like, like I'm feeling you out. This like is baseline. It. So right. my, my thing is always been, my I thing has always been like I whisper in your ear. It only gets better. 
<laughs> right? It only gets better. Like right. I'm I'm trying to feel you out. I'm trying to find those spots. I'm trying to find all these look because it's a process. Exactly. It's That's a process. It's a connection Door to right. explore, baby. Yeah, I'm yeah. going adventure searching. Like we have to. <laughs> but what I've what I found is like there are certain things that uh, inhibit women from that exploration, right? So if they're afraid that shit, I'm gonna have to bring my lube because I'm not gonna get wet enough tonight. Bring or it. I wonder if whatever. But if I can fix that so that so that those fears, those insecurities, so those issues aren't an issue. I'll stop it, gotcha. Makes sense. That's what I'm there for. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Spit I it don't out. I don't want you to have to bring your lube. No, I want you, I mean, I want you serious, to be but ready. I, my take that like it's my job to help you way. in that process so it's my job to help that's you, the problem uh, hold on hold on hold on it's mm-hmm. part of my job sexually just as much physically as it is mentally emotionally to help you get there right. where you feel relaxed enough and confident enough that we don't need this lube no. now if it's something structural i get it there you go that's what i'm talking about it's I not even it. it's not structural it's a function thing okay all right so there's there's two parts of that actually there's more than two parts of that but the parts that i can fix are going to be the structural component and the hormonal component Correct. Right. So the emotional component I can minimally help with, but a lot of that has to do with the dynamics in the bedroom and the dynamics in the relationship. Yeah, that's the that's the guy side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. But my part is if it's embarrassing for me to have to bring lube when I hook up with you, I want to remove that embarrassment. I want to remove that restriction. I want to remove that that inhibition of yours, like you know, because it's it's a big deal. Even in social media and the text messages, you know, there's there's that, you know, the little uh Wet water, emoji. yes, right. The water wet, wet emoji. I never fucking use it. You know why? Because <laughs> my shit don't work like that. <laughs> I'm 47 and does not work like that. But, <laughs> but with those treatments, maybe I don't need. Maybe I can use it. I probably will not be that bold, but I probably won't show up at your house with a with a tube of lube. You know, and it's just one of those things. Like I talk a lot of shit. I want to be able to back it up. All right. So I've been used to talking shit for all of these years. Like absolutely i got you this won't be a problem right but when it becomes a problem and you can't fix it it might be your job to do a b and c but if the response is not not reasonable like there's no way i can i can get to the level i could get to 10 years ago then why not fix that i'm not a real shit talker i'm a shit talker. i'm not i'm not real <laughs> but the way i say look i say look sharp pointed statements yeah and I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with these one or two statements, and I leave it th- at that because the intrigue is already there. Yeah. So right. I don't want to oversell. You know what I'm saying? I so I'm, I'm gonna give it to you. I'm, I know what I'm working with. I'm in sales, man. I sell. Hey, <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. But, the, I'm, but I'm you already direction. sold though. Like, yeah, she she already looking at the car. Like yeah. she said, we ain't doing shit. She already looking at the car. We just trying to convince her this is the better car over that car. <laughs> you know why not have both cars? Though? See, why, not, why see? not have both cars? Why not which have both leads cars? To call Uber, next, which leads call to Uber, my next, which leads to my next lift. You my got your next, own car. <laughs> my next question. That's a great segue. Nope. So the next listener said, "Men have said for years that they can be in love with a woman and still cheat." You mentioned on the last Absolutely. podcast that when women cheat and they they in marriages and stuff like the relationship, it's not it's not love attached to it. It's like you just doing it for the physical component of it or they making a business decision. I can't remember exactly how they said it, the, but you, you, you alluded yeah. to it. But as I don't been around a lot of women talking about, how can you be in love with somebody? You cheat on them. 
Right. I mean, I mean, the women said that to you. But when you said that last week, but when you said that last week, it kind of stuck out. And, and when dude brought this up, I was like, that's a damn good point. Because a lot of women out here say there's no way you can be in love and still cheat. To that you say. I think you can absolutely be in love with somebody. And this is a woman talking. This ain't me. So all it's the sexist women me. out there. Yeah, no hey, I have not, she not being I have forced not to say this. Court, of course. I ain't got no gun out here. <laughs> I ain't I'm got none of this. this. I ain't got no bow and arrow. Sound mind and body. <laughs> She's making this point. That's right. It is all about the lust, right? Because, again, I think marriages are business decisions. And that's where I went with that. Like a business decision for a smart woman. A marriage is a business decision, and it's something that you can attach emotion to because we can apply emotion to any situation. So if you can be emotional about your business decision and it be, uh, you know, acceptable or natural or or expected, then that works. And I think that's what that's what marriage is. It's a business decision, and a successful marriage is going to have a heavy emotional component. But cheating is separate from that. Cheating is greed. Cheating is lust. Treating, cheating is, I think, uh, just that animalistic attraction to somebody. Mm. Again, um, it's not to disrupt. <laughs> it is not to disrupt what you have worked so hard to build, what you have sacrificed for, what you have reduced yourself uh, in order to, to watch uh, prosper and grow. Uh, cheating is 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 about eating that cookie that nobody knows you're. You know, you're not going to be penalized for so eating. Is it a necessary evil? You believe? I think that for the majority of the population, it is a necessary evil. I don't. I, okay, but here's the deal: there, mm, there are those mm, chronic. This is a woman, y'all. This is not a guy. This is a there. There are those. Woman. There are those chronic cheaters that always feel like they need to have a little bit more because they need another dimension to their existence, or they need a, another dimension to their relationship. Um, and then there are those people. Uh, that you just come across, and in my analogy is always about smell because I I just I feel yeah, like I'm, I'm chemically I'm, I'm chemically driven. So and it's know, a free nerve; it goes across the brain freely. It yeah. does, and there's nothing you can do about it. So somebody walks by you, they smell right, you know, you're immediately intrigued, you're interested. You know, if the voice, you know, if the sound part complements it, you know, if all of it is working for you, what would you do? And and if that person was standing there being everything that you thought you wanted or desired and said that they would not disrupt everything you've worked for, which is your home Come on life. Now. Preach. Would you actually take that step and indulge yourself for the afternoon? I think the majority of the people would, Fuck. and then they would feel super bad about it. <laughs> yeah, that's and they would, hear, man. they would go to church and, you know, you know, repent and then be extra, you know, condemning of their sisters or their brothers that did the same thing because they felt guilty about it. But if you can just remove the emotion from it and just understand it as a natural human response to human, you know, to pheromones and and you know the chemistry that that happens between people, then you know it's it's a different perspective. Come on, Jeff, I see it in your uh, face. Yeah, the wheels turning. Go oh, ahead. Yo. Go ahead. I don't want to. I mean, it sounds super sexy, yo. Super sexy. I don't want to believe that shit. Hey, I don't, don't want to believe. For everybody out there listening, Jeff is Jeff is really a hopeless romantic. I really man. am. My nigga, he like, really is. He talks all abrasive, but he's a really very, a hopeless it's romantic. It's a hard shell, man. But you crack that shell. I'm I'm, I'm a bit of a softy, my nigga. Like, and I don't but, feel like that's a bad thing, but yo. It's not a bad thing. That's a bad thing if I think that I am giving my all to this chick, and because this nigga. <laughs> Runs 16 miles a day, and he walks past her smelling good. Oh, my God, niggas going to die. Ooh, niggas going to die, yo. But I'm talking a lot of innocent people, too, man. 
that dad that worked 12 hours and just wanted to uh, give his, his twin girls that, uh, bicycle a, lessons? Yeah, I'm sorry. That was the wrong place, a, wrong time, my nigga. That's a one, it was meant to be. A one and done or God, two and done. No. You know what I'm saying? It's, and then it you come back home and you smile. Oh. You know, you shower, you, you rinse it out, you, you make dinner. It? Yeah, it's it's gonna be done. A, I'm going to rinse that blood out. Yeah. <laughs> you done did it. I'm going to rinse that blood out, yeah. You done did it. That ain't about me. Yeah, you talking about me, baby. That's but, hard, yo. I, I like. I mean, like I, honestly, I I'm, it's I, a it's a conundrum. Like I, I I'm sitting here listening with a, a very open ear. Yo, <laughs> Gotti got a phrase on his song. He said, "Sometimes I think to myself, somebody else in my bed." So I start thinking it all. That shit'll fuck with your head. <laughs> yeah. You cannot if you worry about what your woman out here doing, man. You will run yourself or your crazy or because I've yeah. been seen women or put their ass up against man. prison bars and let inmates hit them, and they got whole families at home. So yeah, you walk in the house. Like you walk that. in the house like what nothing you, happened. What you, what you want for dinner? Right. <sighs> that's that's the day you make that extra good dinner though. You know what I'm saying? Fuck and, that. And, and that nigga just sitting there eating happen. smiling. He's smiling yeah, like happy my shit. love that girl, she, man. We, we gonna make it. Yeah. <laughs> and y'all will. As long as she don't ask too many hey. questions, y'all will make it. But hold on. Come on in, in the book I say it's a oh, lot of it's a lot of dudes all give me Christmas cards every year because I kept yeah. your families together. Faithful side nigga. Like I have kept your families together. I have built you up in ways you don't even know. I'm your I'm your biggest cheerleader because yeah. I need you to stay in place so you won't fuck up my shit. Yeah, man. I got a good That's thing. Good. I got a good That's thing good. going on. <laughs> I need you in place, my dude. I got you. But I send your girl home happy, happy, happy. as hell. I'm her vacation. Then she come back home to your ass sitting on couch farting and all the other shit. I gave her, like you said. I gave her therapy and everything. Like, <laughs> look, therapy, man. Back home. He, he tried to kick that door in. That, man, that, ain't, that ain't a regular love right here. That nigga wants you, man. Hey, man, she man it, it was a fee for that. Yeah, You're right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, go yeah. On, yeah. I got a couple of nuts off of it, but okay, but, cool. But, your, but she came you got back a home. Thanksgiving Day dinner and at home, and you thinking everything good, man. My baby loved me. She even kissed you on your forehead. All that shit. Women that shit is, I want to kick somebody's ass too. right now. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but women do that, too. We do that, too. But we know this. And so this leads to the next thing, this next question. All these segments, it's, com- heart, it's coming man. in back to back. That shit hurts my motherfucking heart, I, stru- I structured these questions back to back for I a see. reason. Hey, so she said women come into their sexual prowess uh, between Later. 37 to 45-ish. Yep. So for Late all 30s, the for, for all the so this married dude asked me he says for all the men who are married <laughs> in between this time what is it is it, if it just pointless for them at this point like there is is nothing they can do to keep their woman from smelling this cookie smelling this baked bread this bacon that you talked about <laughs> like um you said they come into their own like th- at that point they start seeing themselves beyond just a wife we've been married for 15 years yeah. but you know now she's she's 40 something i i know there's a change in her like i mean i'm trying to let her grow i'm trying to be sympathetic toward that but Sympathetic she, she, or empathetic? Empathetic, I'm sorry. Thank you. Empathetic. Don't, don't come off. Yeah, don't, don't come off. I'm trying to be <laughs> empathetic toward this change. I'm trying to I'm trying to maneuver with you. I see you changing. I'm trying to be there for you. But you, you totally want something different. So is it all woe is me for dudes that's married between this time because they girl gotta work it out in their own mind, their own emotions? No, I don't. I don't think so, but I, it, it also depends on the dude. Like, when you notice a change in your woman, if you don't want her looking for something that will complement that, then you better. So you got to change yourself, too. I think you... Just now like, we got to change toward those just fantasies. Like, right. Just like we had to adjust for our children and mm-hmm. for our marriage. No, ma'am. At some point, at some point, it comes, 
it becomes God. your responsibility to adjust to us. Wow. So I can I, wow. I can see I can see that, it. Hold on. Because that because yeah that's hey, that wasn't rub, 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 yeah rub man rub I appreciate this one. Yo. That's <laughs> hey, so so <laughs> I, I, <laughs> hey Jeff Jeff so we do it on flip side. I always try to look on do both sides of the coin. Early in marriage is usually the dude is more promiscuous because right. he's still trying Absolutely. to he's still trying to prove he still got it. Right. So by the time the fucked up part about what she just said is by the time we say. It's, oh, it's us. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. It's just yeah. me and her. Right. We done settled down. Now, now her ass out here right. doing what, what I did in my damn right. 20s. Yeah. That's, That's right. some fucked up shit. But the, that's so what I was we, going to, though. Yep, when we start asking you to pick the kids up because, you know, we got something to do or we just need time for oh, ourselves. Shit, don't tell me no shit like Nigga. That. I'm just saying. <laughs> Like we got when she time. said last the last episode and she was like uh they hit their pick around 37 37 she has been acting kind of crazy these last absolutely <laughs> absolutely but the, to the, the point I was gonna make was for men it's men like crisis what we for women is they it come is, into their no, sexual it is an absolute but that's not, midlife crisis it's not the same thing though because if you if you really look at it like when we're in our twenties and we're hyping it's like look yo you know I just left the strip club I seen shorty do da 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 you come home you want your girl to do that shit she don't do that shit she's reluctant to do that shit you treat me like I'm a whore or something. Yeah, you're supposed to be my whore. That's why the fuck I came <laughs> home. I know, but the, but, but we're, then, mom, we're in mommy mode right there. No, it's, you're it's not. The kid, it's, it's 1 o'clock in the morning. Them kids been asleep. They should have been asleep. No, so you So you ain't never had sex with your, your kids in the bed? With my children in the bed? Yeah. No. Oh my but God. I've had one walk mm. up on me. Oh, you pointing oh. at Devin? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, BJ was in the bed. How do you play that off? Hold <gasps> oh, my God. Devin, what did you say? Devin always has the same look. It's this one. Wow, mommy, really? This is what we doing? Yeah. That's the angle. This is what we doing on a Tuesday. Instagram <laughs> would not like that. It's, it's, it's Wednesday, mommy. God, you can wait two more days. But it's not the same thing. Like, if you're not giving, if <clears throat> I guess women have to take it's longer to get into the mode or be free, whatever the case may be. But no, by the, it depends on the age range. That thirty-seven year old, all you got to do is be like, bitch, and she'll be like. Dude, mm, right, but I'm choke saying, your ass out right she, here. I'll right fucking there. push you against the wall. You, make, make sure I wake up enough yeah. for dinner, but don't choke me too hard. But yeah. choke me. Don't, don't worry about it. I'm gonna pull your hair too. When I asked you this at 25, 26, it was the most disgusting thing you ever heard of. Absolutely. Right, right. Absolutely. So, so it can't be Absolutely. the same thing. I wish somebody so had asked to choke now, me at 25. I would have been like, right. fuck. But now 37, you're now you're open to it, and this guy has already ran through his years, so he's just like, look, mom, I just, I know, it's I just a, want food and, and a game, so, okay. and that's want us to be chill. So like, the, like, like, the right. meme, like, the memes, like the meme said, somewhere somebody's mom is praying for their daughter, and she in somebody else's bed <laughs> asking them to choke yeah, her. Yeah, choke you. <laughs> that's right. But then so, you, now so you're asking this guy to change that, though. him, though. Like, that's not how that works. That's That's not... But why That's not? not realistic, so, yo. so when you hook, when you when you're hooking up with women, you're looking for that balance between that whole Madonna and and you know that that Michelle Obama. Okay, let, yeah, let's use Michelle, yeah. right? Yes. So Michelle Them is legs. an icon. She, Them legs. She's, right? Them legs. That ass. Yes. That mouth. Yes. And it set off a little sideways. I know she can that, go. You anyway, know, go ahead. She's yeah, absolutely just, intelligent. Right. She's <laughs> absolutely intelligent, and she was willing. To step to the right. Can you imagine how she has sex talk no. with her intellect? I man, she's oh probably like, man, fuck your presidency, dude. It wasn't even, she wouldn't even say <laughs> Bring your you bitch ass over here. I'll run this fucking it, country. That's right. That's you know my what, shit. You, you that's sold my the fuck shit. Dude. Let me take this tie off. <laughs> <laughs> goddamn tie off. Man. I don't need this shit no more. I bet she didn't take his tie off. I bet she was like, take your shit off. And he did. <laughs> hey, I would do whatever she asked me to do. Thank you, right? Stand on top of this over office and I'll give it to you, baby. <laughs> so, you know, we want our men to be we want our men to be worthy enough to 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 accept that that submissive role, right? 
But at the end of it all, like at the end, like you can't be too lax because of the discrepancy in the ages. And I'm not sure why we're programmed that way or what God had in mind. I'm not really sure what, you know, what the evolutionary advantage was for, you know, having such a wide discrepancy in, in our sexual peaks, but it, it just is what it is. And so there's a lot of research that's being done on, um, you know, your sexual, sexual primes, um, cheating, lying, um, relationships, and it all, from an evolutionary standpoint, it is advantageous for us as women to wait until our ch- childbearing and child-rearing years before we set off on our wild years, right? And it's so weird because you say that. I remember being in high school with girls that want to act stuck up like they want, they didn't really want to fuck, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. But I fucked their moms. <laughs> and so, like, their mom was coming to their age. But we in high school. I couldn't fuck the daughter, but I got the mom. And the mom was with all the activities. She was trying to live her best life. And this in the early, in early 19, 99 and 2000. Girl, you working with some ass shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, but that, that was so true, though. Now, you think about a lot of these parents that I grew up with. I grew up, I, we graduate, I graduated with their kids. They, we, they had us when they were 16, 17 years old. So by the time we, get, we turned 16, 17, they were out range. partying all the time. Like, we were old enough to watch ourselves, including my mom. Right. She probably was bagging her ass up, too. So I don't doubt none of that. But I'm probably just. Probably not on prison bars, though. Not on prison bars. No, we ain't doing that shit. I want to go to yeah. the, the flip side of it. So if you're, if you, to the question that you asked, homie, you, husband, like, how, what options do they have to keep their women happy? If changing is not an option, I wouldn't suggest any man do that shit yo what other options does that man have to make sure his wife isn't randomly but jeff at that, at, but what she's saying though psycho I mean psychologically at Why that point at, but at that point we less likely to take risk and so we become dull Hold on, we become we become Yes, I mean, why why wouldn't you be able to change? Like, what change is it that you're that you're fearing that you won't be able to rise to the occasion? It's not a fear of it. It's just a if it couldn't be something that was discussed in ten years ago, and because now it's your thought, and now it's something that you want to be open to. Now it's like, yo, we should do this. But but to be fair, you can't make predictions about what your wants are going to be in ten years. But I can make it. I can make it right now. I can tell you what I want right now, and because you're in not willing, because I can tell you what I want as of right now, this conversation, right. and because you're not willing to act that out, and then you change ten years from now, now, now I need to do it. No, well, that's I, not fair. That's, that's not, not fair. fair. No, that's the point so, I'm making. Yeah. So, so, so the so the point I'm making is that it is reasonable for you to change ten years later because we changed on the front end. So when the kids came in, when the marriage came in. And she in, put up with all this, right. trying to make things work. Yeah, the kids she, have nothing to do with it. They, they have does. everything. Yeah, everything. That's the problem. Yo. Because they eliminate the themselves. Problem. Man, you got to understand, why man. Why do you think it doesn't have anything why to do Why would it, man? Like that kid, okay. You, okay, know, so, so, you know you and I had a bond before that kid got here, right? That's right. Right. And, so, and so, so, so my, so t- why, my titties were for you to play with at correct. that point, right? Correct. They still are. No, but that's the problem. Once you the kids, yeah, we still Okay, so when you got to pull a a sweet, innocent, angelic face off of your tit and hand it to your man, there is a psychological transfer that is almost impossible to, to happen. You can't go from 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 choir singing church mom to porn star because somebody walked in the room and said, let me see, let me see your titty. But now 15 years later because that kid can drive because on that his own? Because that kid is not hanging off your tit. But that kid still, yeah, it's, that, I mean, it's not... 
proverbially, no, no, they like, still are. But but I'm ta- I'm not talking. About, I'm talking about literally. Right. So like, I'm not saying literally. Your your body actually changes. Imagine your dick changing into a source of nutrition for an infant. Makes sense. Does it? It does. Can you imagine feeding a baby from your dick? I don't mm-hmm. imagine none of that shit. But Thank I'm saying you. the no. point. The Thank point you're making. But, like, I have but, a, but I have you, a kid, but so you I know want this. You want me to change these tits no. into a food source? No, but it, it happened. It was a source of entertainment as well. Like you feed it, the kid, and then oh, it still squirts milk. Okay, cool. That's that's okay, part of the role playing. But that's not okay with us because in our, our at that moment in our psych, right? It right. will, it will break now, the sex move. Fifteen years later, I'm supposed to what walk around in a thong and, and cowboy boots because that's your fantasy hey, did you homie, want me did you I want never, me to ever. walk around i didn't want the mental picture in my head i just said <laughs> it. i just had to prove ever point. Wear a thong just, i mean but but that's but that's the discrepancy in in the requirements of a, of a successful family right so if you're going to have a successful family the woman has to delay her sexual gratification at the you know she's she's making huge Huge sacrifices for the for the success of the family, and then so I cannot yeah. offer my baby my tit and you my tit makes sense within an hour. So you so, made that so you I made that sacrifice. You made that sacrifice for the greater good of the family because my kid was hungry and my boobs started Hold squirting mo- I, milk I, as it cried. I'm not negating. I'm not. Like, I'm not arguing it's not, that part. it's not even a, a conscious decision. Like I'm not stuff happens to your body. If you're doing that for the family, that. though. How do we go from that and everything you're doing for the family now? Fifteen years later, you fucking the, the the water boy, the pool boy. Okay, so fucking the pool boy has to do with my Wh- pussy. Where's not, the family though? Where's, not the family. That's the, separate. Yeah, there we go. So what were but you doing? But that was doing? the same thing in the twenties, right? But what were and that you was doing wrong. then? That but was what, wrong though. Was it wrong? And per per the conversation, per the arguments that pretty much every young couple has had since they were if they got married in 18 to 21 okay then and that's all your 20s, that's your that's your reverse argument no that it's not, is, that is your that, defense it's not that's a defense. defense no because it was wrong like you shouldn't be going to the club you shouldn't be spending but all you that still money did it. with your family but no you still did no it. he changed that he did that but then my, my wife didn't like that so i changed that for you and now because i'm quote unquote boring now 15 years later you fucking the pool boy that's not right. Wow. No, that's not right. That so, is unusual. So, I, I, <laughs> no, I agree with you on that. Yeah, so I come actually, on. So, so to the question, you. how, so does, how if, does he help that? If it was wrong for you, then it should be wrong for her. But, but if you expected right. it to be okay for your wife, then it, then it should be but acceptable was it? for her. But was it? It's I don't not about, know. That's, that's no, individual, it wasn't. right? It, it, it was that's not individual. Situation. I would say the broad... The broad stroke of it, it was like, nah, that guy in his 20s wanted to act out X, Y, Z. His girl at home didn't want to do that. That's what, I'm not going to say made, but for the lack of a better word, made him try to seek that approval somewhere else. I saw how much that hurt you. I saw how much that hurts my family. I changed that. We grew. Now, 37, 38, 40, now you're in your sexual prime, and now you're hot, and it's like, okay, well, I haven't been that guy that you wanted me to be for the last 15 years because you told me that's not what is progressive for our family. So now it's like, well, I I got these urges. I need to act these out. What? Stop it. The weird weird thing is, Jeff. That is unfair. That That is is unfair. unfair. Come on. Life is unfair. Oh, shit. Okay, okay. Life is unfair. It is unfair. All right, so as for me, like if I'm sitting here and if I've been in a 15-year relationship and I know the first five years you were out fucking off because – Go I don't ahead. know. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Years, go ahead. Go ahead. One year. Yeah. Whatever. You hit one. You hit two. You hit three. When I when my body changes and starts and I have urges that are outside of my relationship, immediately to make myself feel better, I'm gonna think, well, shit, he did it. But now you understand it. Now I understand it. And now it's okay. I don't know. 
that's a different discussion. See, okay. she, she never, she yeah, never episode validated. Three. Episode three. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but, see, but see, the thing is, like, I remember guys used to tell me all the time what they wouldn't do with their woman sexually. Right. My thing has always been, I'm not giving no nigga no chance to show my girl nothing new. Right. If she can conjure it, I'm going to make that shit come to life. But what if she's if done I that with jump you? off this motherfucking dress into that pussy, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> you. So I, I, I would, I would never look. I would never leave those things like, you know, pulling into a dressing room. Right. Women remember everything that caused adrenaline. Like I remember As my first girlfriend. We when she used to stand on the block with us in the hood. That she used to turn her on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She, she was a, a, a damn. Um, country girl that was always at church raised by her grandmother. Right. That's she over here with all these hood niggas. We over here in the middle of shootouts and shit. That shit turned her on. Like, we fucked in the car on the way home. Like, I pulled over in a cornfield, my nigga. Like, <laughs> let you get this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, that shit is real. She got some, some things in her head. <laughs> yeah, so that shit is real. And so they never forget that kind of shit. And like I said, I feel like our types come from that type of shit. And like when they get to 37 to 45, they want to revisit those fantasies that they had as young girls. And like that's why I opened it with the question of trying to make your man fit that fantasy. Every dude ain't built like that. If you want somebody to be but rough with woman, you, if you want somebody to be like rough that. with you and choke you out and, and do it all rough and just fuck you any kind of way with no discretion for us being caught, because some women they get off on that shit. Yeah. Every man, hey, some. But you don't want to marry that necessarily. You don't. But you, you don't, want. You but don't you want, want that your raising your children. But you want a man to morph into that when he has to. I call it being a universal nigga. Like you have to be willing to morph as she morph. Give her what she wanted. If she want that hood ass nigga, back to her. But I have have to go back to the whole, you know, like, I've dated lots of men that have brought up certain Pornhub videos and been like, man, look at that shit. Look at that shit. I don't do porn. So, you know, when when they show you that, then you're like, okay, I understand what's going to make his his evening pop that night, right? So you're going to, you might do that. You might, you know, reenact whatever is hot for him at that time. But you have to understand that that's going to change too. So the porn, you know, if you did watch porn, the porn you watched 15 years ago may not be the porn, same porn you watch now. The you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Stuff, hope stuff yeah. happens. Yeah, stuff agree. happens. You mature. You change. You tried that. You figured out you didn't like it. Some stuff, something might have looked interesting to you at the first, you know, in the beginning. But after, you know, once you tried it, you're like, you know what? That didn't work for me. That's a learning experience. People, My- people do stuff. I, I get it. it, it it's, it's the experience of everything. Life is about experience that make memories that is long lasting. I, I get all that. But Joe has an interesting point from a guy standpoint that we don't we don't start to change as men until we meet a woman that says this is not right for what we trying to build for. And if you can't meet this certain standard, then we're not going to make it. So we start to conform who right. we are right. as That's men to fit it. A bit, there That's you go, that business, business agreement. agreement. So for, the, right. for for her to be my life partner, right. I have to change how I do business. And so we start to morph. And then like a lot of guys lose themselves. Right. And like I always tell people, right. never forget who the franchise is. Right. The, 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 the team bought you for a reason. They got you on the team for a reason. Never lose who that guy is. No matter how she says she's uncomfortable with it. If you was that ladies' man that she valued, nigga, never lose that who that is. So let me ask you something. So, like, yeah. if you met, when you met your woman in the beginning and she was like, hey, you know, I want you to be open to other people in and out of this relationship. And then 15 years later, you know, she's like, you know, you guys decide that you're, the business aspect of the relationship 
isn't conducive to allowing other people into the relationship for, so the, for the, the collective goals that you guys want to meet. I want to buy a house. I want, I want to build a home, which is different than buying a house. Right. I want to have children. I want to be successful socially. I want to be successful as a, as a couple. Like, you know, that, that, is a, that is a specific goal. Those are specific goals. So once you reach those goals, if she regresses and you know what, we, we met all those goals. Now let's just be freaks. Let's let's just do. Let's just let it fly. Let's just let it rip. Let's do this, that, and the other. Like, how open are you to that at that point? It's that morphing, that evolution, that maturity. Are we talking about inviting men or women? It doesn't matter. Yeah, it no, matters. No, no, no. matter. It, it I, fucking matters as dudes. The point I was going to I don't give a damn what you talking I mean, about. I was hey. waiting for her to finish. I don't give a damn what you talking about. I was waiting for her to finish. You talking about another one? That's like going to take 15 years, man. That's a 15-minute conversation. Why is that? And then we're going to bring other people. So I'm not going to run a train on my wife. It ain't going to happen. With two dudes, it's a train. And me and another dude ain't going to fuck the shit out of my wife. <laughs> if a fucking ain't if no if a dude house, oh man. if a dude listening to us say they cool with why? that shit yeah. something is why? wrong with him unsubscribe unfollow why? please why is it tell me why that it would is. be a fifteen is second conversation okay. but why is that we, we, no, tell hey, me hold why. on you spoke thank you you moved right into this question hey, for she is dope you are dope you moving this conversation right <laughs> so we said monogamy she got them Yamaha you said monogamy is not in a natural state it is not in natural okay so as as a if I'm a if I'm an alpha male and I'm a lion. Do I let another? Um, do I let not. anything else come in my territory Absolutely without fighting not. it? It's so let me how the you, fuck would you think you I'm gonna let a man into my bedroom? As a lioness, oh, I would please. respect that. Please, <laughs> I would respect that. But but you but you got to be so much of an alpha male that I wouldn't request that. I wouldn't I, request bringing another. And that's because, fair. Because that's any fair. anybody else that would brought that they they would they would be in your shadow. Right. They would be your subservient. What need do I have for somebody else wearing me out that's less of a man of, than you? And you mentioned something about you seeing insecurity among men across the ages. As guys, we see that same insecurity. I come around certain dudes, and you can tell they don't feel comfortable with me talking and laughing with their wife yeah. or they talking to their girl. Because even we can be talking about something like, it's be my old classmate. Right. Girl, how you be? No, right. because of who I am, uh-uh, come over here. Let me talking to him. And I'm, I made you this point before, man. Like, just in a group of, of friends having a conversation, like, and but it's to an extent. I never, I really, I understand when we were growing up, it was like, look, man, that's my girl, nigga. Don't talk to her, don't look at it, shit like that. But as I've gotten older, like, my nigga, if I, if we're at a dinner party, you know what I'm saying, and I see that you're in a deep conversation with it, would say it, like, talk to him, yo. If 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 it's a nigga that come and buy a drink, please, that just saved me fifteen dollars, man. I didn't want to buy this shit anyway. Drink it, but it, but it, when it gets past the point of that conversation, isn't isn't uh, plutonic? Thank you. It's, it's it's moving to now. That's that chair just got a little closer. You know what I'm saying? Now it's a gaze. Now it's now it's a rent. Hey. And we get a little subtle Whoa. touches. Right, in. right. This little bullshit laugh and you, you touching this but nigga, a lot man. Of times those Everybody going to get touched in a minute. Man. A lot of times those conversations start from a true intellectual engagement, right? And we know this. Right. And then, and then mm, you, fam. You, you slip Come on. It. Do we because, know it? Do we know it? As we age, as we mature, when you have people that stimulate your mind, that is actually a segue. No. That's into, where it stops. That's where it cuts off right into, there, though. That's the respect factor. Holy shit. You know. No. I have a conversation with this man that I don't have at home on a regular right. basis. Right. And he smells good. Right. Hold on. We, we said we said I last smell time. chocolate chip cookies. Hey, but I, 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 I firmly believe. Tree, those double tree cookies. I, fr I firmly believe <laughs> if you take a woman's mind, the body will follow. If you take a man's body, the head will fall. 
I'm a firm believer in that. Just like I believe pussy is man's best friend. I don't give a fuck about no damn dog or none of the other shit. Pussy is man's best friend, and it it changes people. And so, like, no matter how you talk about what Jill said, like, I don't mind the dude. Like, no dude threatened me by sitting over. Please. Like, I was at a Foot Locker one time <laughs> with my girl. I told Jill this conversation. <laughs> and dude was over there. He didn't know I was with her. You know, I, we, we do that. We walk in separately and shit. I'm down there looking at me and she over there. Dude was having a full conversation. She was trying to buy me some pair of shoes. And she was asking him all this question. I walked off. He was like, that's your girl. Me, that's your dude. How long y'all been together? I said, man, you work at Foot Locker. Get the fuck out of her face. <laughs> hey, man, get out of shoes. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not, dude, you don't threaten me. Yeah. At the end of the day, like, you're not threatening me. But like Jill said, as men, we still get territory at a certain point. Like, if I see certain things, hey, now you challenging me. And so as natural beings, as men, we, we territory. So we're going to fight over that territory. So flip that into the female perspective. What What do you see happening when when you're in that same shoe shopping situation or you're and a female do it yes and a female does it i bring my girl to the fold come on i bring my girl to the fold baby you 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 like i'm gonna I'm dress you first to let her know this is my girl and then i'm gonna in, in, involve you in this conversation that's so how the, i do it so but the reverse the, of that doesn't happen <laughs> not based off your, the example you just gave <laughs> like i'm i'm a numbers guy yo like so if i met a chick that was an accountant or she's in finance like we're gonna have a conversation i want to know more about these charts like how are you doing this but if that conversation moves past numbers to damn you smell good what you got on oh like that's, that's my girl right there you know what i'm saying like that's the part that i feel like is being missing from men i'm not talking about niggas i'm talking about from black men that were one way that have grown to be something better. So if I, why would I not expect my girl to be able to cut that conversation off? Talk to the nigga, man, please. You know, converse, whatever the fuck y'all feel like y'all got I in think, common. I think you should expect a woman But when, to those, when that conversation goes past, like, I'm talking to him for just conversational purposes to, you know what, I do, no, 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 fuck no. That's that's too far, you know what I'm saying? Like, And if you don't have those boundaries, you're like, those are bigger issues, man. But I think if your woman respects you and what you have, that conversation's not going to go anywhere. She will stop. That. But you, you know, just, a lot of times the women, that, the women that. that you choose, like she said, she aligns. I love women Please. from the from the cat family. Please. I love aggression. Yeah, kitty, so kitty, it, kitty, it, kitty, you kitty. can vibe with me. Yeah. So I know you're gonna mimic whatever I dictate to the world. Please. You're the same person. So you know I rep- I represent you like that. Like if one of your girls tried me, I'm be like, baby, that bitch foul. She just came, I'm going to let you know. Yeah. I expect you to do the same thing. Represent me like I represent you. I That's all out of respect. That's a respect and, thing. And I had a couple more questions on here. We ain't going to get to do. We, we out of time for this hour. Are we going to get a, we gonna get a, a, a session I'm going to say three? this. I wouldn't even <laughs> tell my girl that, yo. Like, I would just cut that off on my own. Like, look, you're no longer invited here, man. You don't have to. I don't have to tell but her. But still, I got to tell her, though. I tell her later, but I'm not telling I don't want you to put the. But no, I'm going to put her in that place first. Yeah. Like, I you, am. You got to leave. You're right. And, and you're no longer walking you here. You got to leave. I would have to leave. And I want my girl to see you. No, I want you to leave. Walk out. That's a man worth respecting. That is a man worth respecting. And so when you show us that, as, as that other thing comes back to us, when the men are approaching us, trying to have those conversations that, that sort of, you know. Cross the lines. Yeah. Yes, they yeah. do. Because they do. They will try you Niggas in the middle of, it, of an intellectual, just, and, and bitches will too, yeah. let's just say. Yeah, they Let's will. just say it. They you know, <laughs> you know, if you stimulate one part, it, it might lead to a stimulation in, in, a, in a secondary or tertiary part. Mm-hmm. So as, as those stimulations happen, and we perceive them, if we've got a man that we respect because they respected us, we are more likely to say, you know what, I see what you're doing. Like, we can continue on paths A and B, but we are not 
going to let that spill over into right. aspects C and D and, you know. Going forward. And I can yeah. respect Absolutely. that. And Please, on the weird yeah. thing is we don't like get like that until we like 37, yeah. 45, the flip part of women coming in their they sexual prowess yeah. around that time. So that's the fucked up thing about this world. And on that note, we're going to have to end this shit. I hate to do it because I, <laughs> I I feel like we, we're just diving in. I got, I got a couple shout outs, man. He's, go ahead. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't get a chance to do this last time, man, but Charles Drew Charter School in Atlanta First all-black male golf team that won state. Dope. Nice. And just a thought I had. I, I know a lot of times I plug the credit business, man. So I thought about this. Like, I'm, I want to start doing a book club, yo. You and I have had conversations as far as just reading more, man. Seeing black men read. Uh, BJ had a... Well, I got a whole pocket. I got a whole page for that. Yeah. Yeah, my way with words. Yeah. Stop yeah. it. Okay. BJ, BJ's AAU basketball team had practice, man. And, they, and we was walking into practice, and they had, like, a like a table like this as far as just random books. It said free books. We was walking in. I'm like, yo, hey, on the way out, y'all need to grab books, man. Just grab a book, whatever it is. So after practice, I stood there and just waited for each one of them to walk by. Like, no, grab a book. No, grab a book. I don't care. If you don't read it right now, read it next year. Read it five years now. But just have this book in your presence, man. Young black men reading, they expect you to be athletes. You're great at sports. Why the fuck wouldn't you be? What they don't expect you to be is a learner. That's right. And, and when you get those two together, you know what I'm saying? Again, the masses of us probably don't, but when we, if each one teach one, if I knew better, I would do better. If I can teach this next generation of young black men to read and teach yourself, Carter G. Woodson, man, self-education, that shit trumps everything. So I'm, I'm not really sure which way I'm going to go with it. I may be business as far as the book club. It may be education. The credit thing is always a thing, so if you need help with that, again, hit that Instagram page up, man. I'll help you, yo, but... We gonna grow out here, man. This is drink therapy deeper than rap. You yeah, Doctor Felix, you got any important words? Cause the engineer getting edgy. Yeah, go right, man. I got another. I got ten dollars for him. All kinds of important words, but go ahead. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even know where to start. But I, I, I think, I think at the at the base of it all, it's about respect and honesty and communication. True. So you know, I think most people can work through any situation as long as they have those those three core elements and. Whether or not you know it, it's it's a problem when you have a a pre pre ascribed um, outcome, right? So if you are honest with with your partner, you're honest with your friends, you're honest with your social circle. You have to also be open to the changes or the consequences that might come from your honesty. And so when you do that, when you offer honesty, you have to also be willing to accept the consequences that come with that. And it's not always punishment. It's sometimes it's a reward, but it feels like punishment. So if you can be honest with each other and have conversations about what your needs are, what your wants are, and if it doesn't work for, for you as a unit, being able to be respectful enough to, to at minimum support each other on your journey through life and your growth and your changes, your metamorphosis that happens throughout the decades of life that you have, then you've done your job. You know, you've been a success. That, that is a, a successful relationship. It doesn't mean that you have to be together forever. But if you can be in a relationship where you're supporting each other and you're helping each other grow, even if it's growing apart, then you've done your part. I and call, that's, that's I call that life partners. That's success. That is success. That partners. is a life partner. And, Absolutely. And like, I'm going to end it on this. Like, um, we had a lot of dope topics right here. But for women out there, man, like, I know a lot of you guys go through a lot. And for men, we don't always appreciate what we, you sacrifice. We don't. And like, when it comes to that body and having those kids, the kids bring out joy. Special little girls bring out joy. Men, I see it every day. Right. I take my little girl to school. You know what I'm saying? So for everybody, don't feel sexy, man. And you, you want to get back to what you used to be. 
please. Hit up the, the service yes. station. Service please station. come yeah. talk to her for consultation yeah. or whatever you need to do. And she's a great person. Like, you know what I'm saying? She give out therapy and everything for free. <laughs> you ain't even got to come to a dude like me. You know right. what I'm saying? She giving out for free. Yeah. Yeah. And, so, touch and like I said, by the way, we, we are looking for a, co- a co-host. Just throwing it out there if you're interested. Just oh, yeah, just spring that out there. But anywho, but yeah, I mean, but this has been Drink Therapy. This is episode 26, Ugh. and this on LFNT Radio. Congratulations on 26, fam. Yeah. Thank you for having me. We live. <laughs> Boom. <laughs>